Hello, you are listening to, or so they say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. <laughs> I'm wiping my wet eyes. <laughs> so much happened before we hit record. Uh, Megan has really wet eyes, apparently. You can I thought hear. I'd give the microphone butterfly kisses and instead you hear me smacking my eye lips. <laughs> Oh my god! This makes no sense to anybody. What is wrong with us? I don't oh my god! Know. Uh, or singing butterfly kisses, <laughs> like really bad on purpose. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> I could um, sing it if I wanted. to. Which also, I'm devastated because I recently learned of a song that I was like, "This song slaps." Have you ever found a song that's so good, but it's in a different language, and you're like, you just have to vibe silently. You're like, "Have you ever seen Lilo and Stitch?" <laughs> I feel like you can at least like <laughs> no I mean I audibly <laughs> get it what's phonetically get it like uh-huh. this is a Japanese song I was like you lost me peach but it sounds good no but I have come across a band that I was like I really like this song but he has a weird accent and I looked at the name of the band and I was like that is a s- odd name for a band oh I, yeah and then I looked it up and I said it's a Japanese punk rock band Mm -hmm. their name is like one okay rock not kidding that's i what is it swim coach no that's an actual i don't know there's a band like that i think it's like a korean like uh i don't know anyway uh yeah this japanese group i'm pretty sure is called i'm gonna sound dumb if i say this and people are like oh i know who that is it's one of those like i feel like they just picked a random american word and they're like that's aesthetically pleasing to look at Mm-hmm. um because they're called dish word yeah see yeah. one okay rock and it is a, in fact what they are called it's a and the song i like is uh what is it i can't remember the name of the song it's like i you i always japanese rock band formed in 2005 oh and they are still going oh no the the group is really called swim coach and last dance that's the song i like well anyway um (laughs) it is in english though but i just i said something's off with this i i can hear it in his voice there's just an act a little bit of an accent right no dish is not in english and they're the the titles of the songs are mostly not in english so i don't even know what to tell you what i like (laughs) uh but they're pretty good i like them something about i gotta do some research into like japanese pop music and this this uh half steps half steps are always scattered throughout something melodically about japanese music just like really gets me Mm -hmm. and i it's very western sounding i can't see i can't get into this right now (laughs) it's somehow very western sounding uh and has you know audibly pleasing um i don't just melodic lines and i just Mm -hmm. i want to know why i want to know why that is all they get me every time well, guys, this isn't a uh, music appreciation. This is, in fact, a paranormal podcast. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is, and I gotta get like get my mind right because we're gonna maybe possibly record multiple episodes back to back, and I have <laughs> to remember that we're talking about one and not the other. So, yes, we are a supernatural, supernatural Par- paranormal <laughs> podcast. See, my goodness gracious, Super that's duper. not that's not even what I'm gonna talk about later. But anyway. <laughs> uh right so we have gone with the grab bag 
of oh yes we're just spinning the wheel of fate picking picking locations we did we removed utah we did did Utah, which that was i liked that one personally but Mm, surprisingly good haven't started watching that skinwalker ranch show no i haven't yet either i don't know if you have to pay for it i'm sure i love that i pay for streaming services and then have to pay for the content within said streaming service i'm like what am i paying for yeah (laughs) it's like you have the streaming service it's like okay now that you have this you have to get the premium version of this within this and i just don't care anymore i'm gonna go pop in a dvd i just bought all the land before time dvds by the way i'm salty that john nothing yeah i heard you i'm just i'm really salty about our situation (laughs) because we'd be watching football in our house you know american football yes and john got the nfl premium whatever right like because we wanted to watch make sure we could watch our games you can only watch like one game on the TV and you can watch the other games, but only from a mobile device from a mobile phone or a tablet. And they will not let you like it any way that you could think to cast it to a TV. It will block it. That's really interesting. Mm hmm. Uh, HDMI to USB C converter. I mean, maybe we didn't go that far. anyway, but I was just like, I'm making stuff got up at this to point. be kidding me. Like we, Went ahead and got it because he wanted to watch the games. And then... Then they do the dirty like that. Yeah. Paid for the premium package. And they're like, yeah, you can watch the Monday night game. But then the rest of the games have to be on your phone. Okay. Well, whatever. Cool. Anyway. Uh, so I haven't watched that yet. But this week we are... We did the whole Russian roulette style. Oh, yeah. And we were dangerously, dangerously close to indiana i may even post the picture yeah Yeah, to indiana which is uh we kind of almost didn't want to we're like yeah not yet not this early so it's on either side of indiana so which is it gonna be i'll tell you now no more no more uh what's the word anticipation we're on illinois yeah yay our neighbors to the east the the west the uh, west the west West. i was like that's not east (laughs) i had to picture why do i always think west because it's literally like a 20 minute drive so and we're on the the west our neighbors to the west (laughs) hi illinois hi hello and we're not actually really close this location isn't super close to us even though we're close to illinois it's probably still like I'd say three hours away, three or four hours away. But they're in a different time zone. We do gain an hour going there. Wonderful. So it's like two hours away, really. We time travel. So this location we actually looked into going to, physically going to, to investigate, but we think... (sighs) It's confusing. The investigations they have, I can't tell if they're private if they're guided well and now they do like haunted house stuff like Mm -hmm. go and get scared haunted houses things not paranormal haunted so without further ado we are in joliet illinois Mm -hmm. which come should come as no surprises to where we are at like the location (laughs) yeah if you've ever heard of joliet illinois you know we are at the joliet Prison. prison i went for the big one. yeah mine as well mine as well mm-hmm. uh but let's backtrack 
Joliet for a moment as a city is located in Kendall County in Will County, Illinois. It has a 2023 population of 150,718. So she's sizable. She's not small. Not a small town. Sorry about that. It is what it is. <clears throat> I truthfully didn't know. I'll, I'll be honest. I was not anticipating any sort of number. Oh, well, uh, it is also the county seat of Will County, but hey. I don't remember if it mentions it in here or not. They actually just very recently... Uh, became the county seat. They surpassed another city that I cannot... Within the county? Like (laughs) Naperville, I think, or something like that. Sorry if I'm wrong. Uh, But anyway, Joliet is currently growing at a rate of 0.11% annually, and its population has increased by 0.35% since the most recent census, which recorded a population of 15199 in 2020. (laughs) I said those numbers, whatever. I don't care. (laughs) Okay. Uh, The average household income in Joliet is... Uh, doing okay. It's ninety two thousand four forty. So they're wow. definitely they're almost double, sadly, uh, the national U- average. Yeah, Utah was like forty something. Yeah, the national average is in the well, the 50, city we did fifty two ish, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a poverty rate of ten point seven five percent, so they're a little on the lower side of national average. All right. Uh, the median rental cost, which we. No more explaining. I just Googled it and chose the first number that popped up because they vary so much. Yeah. So uh, what I came up with is the average household. No, not that one. The average rental cost in recent years comes to $1,214 a month. So right about par. Yeah. And the median house value is because the house value is insane for the U.S. It is under at 229765 Okay, I see no cons really yet. No, not really. You're making a lot more money so you can afford the house and the apartment. Yes, and the median age in Joliet is 33.6, which I think is actually a little below average. I think, yeah, just a hair. Uh, With 32.9 for males, 34.6 for females. Woo-woo. This is our crowd. What are we doing? (laughs) Yeah, no, Joliet seems, and they're just a little bit outside of... Um, Chicago. Chicago. I feel like they're east of Chicago. I should know this. It's in my (laughs) notes somewhere. Or I omitted it. Who knows? Uh, The most recent racial composition of Joliet was this. White being 60.95%. Black or African American is 17.07%. Other race is 11.85. Two or more is 7.59. Asian is 1.76. Native American 0.70 and Native Hawaiian or Pacific Islander is 0.05%. They got a little bit of everything. Yeah, that's a nice little mix there. Yeah. So now just a little bit of background on the city of Joliet. I feel like I'm just like blazing through this. These numbers, it's nice to know these things. I don't know. I feel like Megan's got some hefty um, some hefty experience, experience to get to. So we're just going to yeah. gonna, gonna br- blaze right along. <laughs> okay. Uh, Joliet, which is the city sit- seat of Will County, northeastern Illinois. Lot, uh, it lies on the De- De Plaine River. I want to say Des Moines. Oh. <laughs> uh, about 40 miles southwest. Sorry, west of downtown Chicago. I knew. <coughs> I choked. It was going to be west. Because I keep saying east. east. I don't know. <coughs> My brain is flopped. Whatever. Uh, it was initially named, what? It was settled in 1833. It was initially named Juliet by James B. Campbell, a settler from Ottawa and an official with the Board of Canal Commissioners in honor of his daughter. Mm, it was renamed in 1845 for uh, Louise Joliet, the French Canadian, or Lois. Louis? Louis? Louise? Who are How you? How is it spelled? L-O-U-I-S. I don't say that's Louis. Lo- Louis? Because Louise has an E on the I end. I know. Listen, 
I feel like I was reading pretty well. And then I got this one. Okay. Anyway, because I like not that there can't be female French Canadian explorers, but I just assumed. Sorry. Oh. Well. So Louis Joliet, the French Canadian explorer who visited the site in 1673. Uh, Joliet was once known as Stone City for its limestone, which was used throughout the Midwest, uh, e.g., in the Rock Island Arsenal, the Illinois State House, the Lincoln Monument, and Springfield. There you go. The opening of the Illinois and Michigan Canal in 1848, the arrival of the Rock Island Railroad in 1852, and the completion of the Chicago Sanitary and Ship Canal in 1900 contributed to the city's expansion as an industrial and agricultural center and provided outlets for its farm products, manufacturers, notably steel and wire, and coal. And by the early 1980s, the decline of the industry had greatly affected the city. It's giving Alton. It's funny you should say that. Oh, really? It doesn't come up soon. Yeah, they have... Well, yeah, no, it's funny you should say that. Keep Alton in the back of your mind. It's a very industrious state, really. Like, the bigger cities are really industrial. Just that part, even in Indiana, if you go up into the northwest corner of Indiana, it is very industrial. Mm -hmm. So, Hmm. I mean, and I'm sure it has to do, you know, with the limestone along the rivers and all that. Yeah. So Joliet's economy is based on casino gambling on the river, tourism in nearby state recreation areas, including uh, Chana Chanahan State Park. Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> uh, the Illinois and Michigan Canal National Heritage Corridor, which is the first such corridor designated by the U.S. Congress, by the way, mm-hmm. and the Des Plaines Fish and Wildlife Area. And manufacturing, including petroleum products, steel products, wire, paper products, heavy machinery, and chemicals. That's where they get their monies. Joliet is also a shipping and transportation center. Notable attractions include the 40-room Jacob Henry Mansion, built in 1876, with a foundation made of limestone. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Uh, The Rialto Square Theater, built in 1926, on the National Register of Historic Places, and... The post office uh, in 1903 made of now light. Now you got a town. Yeah. Made of light colored limestone. Very Ooh. fancy. Joliet features a historical museum opened in 2002 and is the site of Chicagoland Speedway and Route 66 Raceway. The city is the seat of Joliet Junior College and the University of St. Francis, Lewis University, and Isle Alakash, or the Island of the Hiding Place Museum, which, hmm. so that's a translation, this is dumb, Isle Alakash, which is translated to Isle of the Hiding Place. Uh-huh. Geocaching. Because it's that kind of cache. Oh, see. Is that really? Yeah, C-A-C-H-E. So, geographical hidden place. Huh. I know, weird, right? Is that that it's cash? Right there, right cash seems face. like a weird. I maybe to hide away to, whatever. Anyway, Latin. Who knows? It's a museum uh, with exhibits on the French fur trade and the area's Native American heritage are in nearby Romeoville. The city was formerly the site of a large state prison, the Joliet Correction Center, ooh, uh, which ran from 1858 to 2002, mm. and Stateville Correctional Center, a maximum security prison, is just north of the city. Now, remember you said this is reminiscent of Alton. Well, Alton has ties to this. Wow, because now we're going to talk about the prison in particular. This is Joliet prison history. Okay. Uh, The prison in Joliet replaced the first state penitentiary in Alton. So, 
Oh. It was okay. built on a bluff overlooking the Mississippi River in 1831. That is giving Shutter Island vibes. I'm just saying. I know it's because <laughs> we just talked about it. Yeah. But like a prison on a bluff. Yeah. Come on now. Uh, the privately managed Alton prison quickly degraded into a state of horrendous conditions, which I feel like is that not something that we... We talked about. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dorothea Dix, a noted champion for prison and asylum reform, personally petitioned the Illinois General Assembly to construct a new penitentiary after inspecting the Alton prison in 1847. Yeah, her name definitely rings a bell. Mm-hmm. Uh, May 22nd, 1858 marks the beginning of the Joliet prison when 53 prisoners arrived at a small structure, which still stands, to begin the work of constructing the larger prison around themselves. This included the quarrying of limestone from the vein, which runs through Will County just a few hundred feet from the prison. Upon its opening, the Chicago Tribune declared glowingly, we came away fully impressed with the belief that the important trusts at Joliet are in good hands, that there is growing a state that, what, that there is growing a state work, which will be for long years to come the pride of her citizens. What a weird. Yeah, (laughs) and just listen to what you said, which they talk about it in what the experience I'm going to talk about, but the fact that they had the prisoners build the their own walls yeah. around them. Yeah, they're like, let's put it here because the limestone is simply just feet away. And they used the prisoners to build it. So they were walling themselves in. It's like, now you're done and you stay here forever. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. That is rough. Uh, the image of the Joliet prison, however, quickly changed. Uh, just 20 years later in 1878, the prison was filled well over capacity with nearly 2,000 inmates. Reports of unsanitary and dangerous conditions emerged, and by 1905, calls for the closure of the old prison were made. So, made it about, what, 30, 40 years. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Not good. Well, I mean, when you have prisoners with no background, I don't know. The unsanitary conditions just comes from crappy, like... um, Maintenance? Maintenance and just management and actual care for people who are, in fact, still human beings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The 1926 construction of Stateville Penitentiary, just a few miles north of Old Joliet Prison, is what is now Crest Hill, was intended to close the prison. But Old Joliet Prison continued to house offenders until 2002. So there were calls for for the closure of this closure of Uh this prison in 1905 for unsanitary and unlivable conditions. Mm -hmm. Uh, It didn't close until 2002. It took almost another hundred years to close. Well, that's not to say it didn't clean up some in the meantime. Or they just kept it at a baseline and they're like, it's not getting I was going to say they kept getting like audited and they're like, it's passable. Right. You get a C. It's not worse. But it, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, what? Okay. Uh, so right. It was, it housed offenders until 2002 when it was closed by Governor George Ryan as a budgetary measure. It wasn't even just because it wasn't, it was just, we got to cut costs somewhere. Yeah, Yeah. Everything's about money. Upon closing, the prison sat abandoned. In addition to normal deterioration that plagues empty buildings, it was subject to rampant vandalism, including arson. Mm. Attempts were made to find suitable options for refuse by the Collins Street Task Force of concerned public and private leaders. These efforts were stalled by the Great Recession of 2008. Continued vandalism and destruction of the site led Joliet Mayor Bob Odekirk to personally petition the state government to allow the city of Joliet to take control of the property in December of 2017. So this is all, like, pretty recent stuff. Yeah. 
Since then, the city looked at the Joliet Area Historical Museum to take a leadership role in saving and preserving the site. Museum and community stakeholders formed a public-private part- partnership entity, the Old Joliet Pri- what? The Old Joliet Prison Preservation Coalition. My, so OJPPC. You could have come up with something. I, yeah, sure. <clears throat> anyway, I like not alliteration. I like Anagrams. a good yeah anagram. The organization's goals of stabilizing the buildings and opening the site to the public have been met with an enthusiastic response from the community of Joliet. Weird, right? It's weird. It's this thing housed prisoners just twenty years ago. Yeah, just a little over twenty years ago, and we're like, let's let's I don't know, you know, revive it. So we can walk around. I don't know how quickly we can detach ourselves from things. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I have to sneeze. Oh, Lord. No. To date, date, nearly 15,000 volunteer hours, $1 million in in in-kind labor and donations, and over $10 million in funds have been raised to benefit the site, and thousands of visitors have experienced the prison in person. Hmm. True to his... Gosh, sorry. (laughs) True to its historic and notorious legacy, the old Joliet prison now takes its rightful place as an authentic, unique asset which is inextricably linked to the history of Joliet, the state of Illinois, and people impacted by crime and punishment. It continues to draw interest from visitors all around the world. Continued, we should say. Mm -hmm. Because... I know, I just slammed my phone down, sorry. Because... Uh, if you search Joliet Prison on the on the internets, mm-hmm. it says permanent permanently closed. Yes, so, but they have a website that is active, and they do still do haunted houses. Because I it even said like, thank you for a great like twenty twenty three Halloween season or something like that. Mm-hmm. As far as investigations go, I do not know. Um. If you go to their website, they do have investigations, daytime, nighttime, historical, that you can book. And they're relatively cheap, which makes me feel like it's a guided tour. Yeah. I feel like... You gotta pay up for those things. The experience that I'm going to share with you is from one particular video. Well, technically it's two videos, but I'll get that. I'll get to that. Um, They had the whole prison to themselves and had an overnight I'm certain they got special treatment and talked to someone to be able to do this overnight. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they wouldn't just offer it to any random random group of people. And these people, it was only four people, but they do have uh, credentials that I'll get to. But before I do, I'm surprised you didn't mention some famous names that have graced the walls of Joliet. Yeah, because honestly, I I didn't come across any. And that's, I ended up just, I don't know, falling on that bit of information. But I looked at other sites and it was all just kind of dry. Lots of numbers and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I don't really care about all that. But well, it did have a couple of few uh, well-known names, faces there. Hit me with it. James Earl Ray. James Earl Jones, <laughs> not him. Babyface Nelson. Okay. Richard Speck, which I'm I'm actually not familiar with that. No. And like S-P-E-C-K? Yeah. It sounds like vaguely familiar, but I don't know. And John Wayne Gacy. Oh, yikes. Mm-hmm. Which, oh yeah, he's from the Chicago area, wasn't he? In Illinois, Indiana, area, like Midwest. He's from the Midwest, yeah. Is he from Gary? 
I think I don't remember. Better, oh better be goodness. looking that up. I know I'm going real fast. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to talk about the videos that I'm going to cover specifically. It's from one group of people, and I'm going to give you a little history on this group of people because I'm like, it sounds so familiar. Chicago, Illinois. Wait, he was born in Chicago, Illinois. Uh huh. Um, what happened to his home? Blah blah blah. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> So I, he's from Chicago. Okay. But I'll look at where his house was. Okay. Should we put some hold music here? No. I don't want you cutting me off. Uh, just Chicago still. Just all Chicago. What a oh. creepy. I really golly, thought he was up. His, oh, yeah. His clown face. Yeah. Yes. I just cannot. Haunting. Yes. Haunting. Okay. So the group that I watched their youtube channel is called project fear does it sound familiar that does yes okay so the videos were actually just posted a couple of months ago okay wow now some background on them because i said the same thing i'm like this looks this sounds familiar and the production is really good so who are you what project what do we fear gosh is it do they have a tv show used to be used to on the travel channel for four seasons and it was called destination fear okay that's yeah but it got canceled last year oh pray tell why it didn't say oh okay it didn't say but <laughs> they began a kickstarter to start their youtube series project fear which honestly given streaming services and everything mm-hmm. i don't know if i'd be mad that i got kicked off of cable television yeah like there, there are ways Mm-hmm. So Project Fear is a brother and sister and they're friends. They're two friends. I think two or three. They had been on a cup and they've graced some talk shows like Kelly Clarkson and nice. I can't remember who else they've been on podcasts. They've gone to Comic Cons. Like it's a whole freaking thing. Wild. Yeah, and the it's one girl, I told you the sister. Um her name's Chelsea and she's only a year younger than us. Oh and wow, I was okay. Like, Gosh, well. darn it. Okay. So their video, the first one I picked up, it was about 50 minutes long. And I was like, okay, that's a good investigation. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, it's like, this is part one. Go check out video two, which was like 45 minutes. Man. I said, holy cow. And I watched both. And um, well, it's like the the one I watched last week was, um, what was like an hour and 10 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was an investment. An hour and a half at least. Mm-hmm. It may be a little, it was a little bit more than that. All right, so they're a group, and they do, like, a whole travel vlog thing. It shows, like, the getting there, and they do the background. I mean, it looks like it could still be on Travel Channel or Discovery Plus or whatever. Right. And this was actually their second time visiting the prison. This is not the first time they've been there. Seasoned vets. And, yeah, so what this was is their group. I'm sure they did it on Destination Fear, but the group was doing a series where they were picking places to revisit. Each of the group uh, members got to pick a place and surprise the others with it. So in this instance, no one knew where they were going except one guy. Okay. And So it was just like pick your most memorable. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they show up to Joliet, well, in Chicago, and they stay really close to Joliet. And... They're like, oh, my God, we know where we're going. Yeah, you should know by then. (laughs) Yeah. And the first time that they visited, I I did not watch the first video. I was like, I've already watched an hour and a half. I feel like I've got plenty. Mm -hmm. But they talked about some of the stuff that happened the first time. One of them being that they got a weird 
uh, shadow in one of their pictures coming out of the ceiling. The best I could describe it as is it looked like like the Pokemon Haunter. Okay. All right. <laughs> it kind of had that vibe just coming yeah. out of it. <laughs> um, and they also caught in one of their static cameras, there was a flashing light in one of the rooms, but they didn't see it with the naked eye. It was only caught on camera. Was there anybody in that room? Mm-mm. Was there any equipment in that room? I don't know. Okay. I didn't because watch the because video. you know how like phones, uh, infrared cameras will pick up the phone camera mm-hmm. and you just see a, fla- a constant flashing from the from the I lens i hope but these are seasoned investigators no, and know. that people would be real quick to jump on them and say well, that's, that's like what i said about the motion sensor lights last week where they're like when we got over by it like we started to head toward the motion sensor lights and they went off i'm like yeah because you went towards the lights but i'm assuming they they would have pointed out like we set that off yeah they yeah. had to be pointed a different direction or not that uh, sensitive, something like that. Yep. So I thought it was pretty cool when they first pulled up. Um, I've seen pictures of the prison, but you actually get to see it in motion in the video. And to just as you're coming up down the road, uh, you can see the turrets. Mm-hmm. And it's like this looming, ominous thing. Is it kind of like Waverly? Yeah, except it's like on a main road. I just feel like Waverly is also one of those things you see a lot of pictures of and then you get there and it looks exactly like the pictures, but in person it's huge. It is huge, which also one of my uh, friends on social media just recently went. They're like going on a spooky trip and they took pictures, like pictures exactly where we were. It was just funny to see. That's all. Yeah. Okay, so the four of them, they started the investigation off by splitting up into pairs. So two, uh, it was nine o'clock is when they started their investigation. And one of the pairs was Chelsea and Alex, and they were investigating the West Block. And then the other two were Tanner and Dakota, and they were investigating the hospital portion. There are so many different areas to explore. You would need a whole night. Like, oh, yeah. There's a lot going on. So Chelsea and Alex are standing in the West Block. And the one of their walkie-talkies, I think it was Alex's, started beeping and then had like a loud static. Like someone was trying to get a hold of them. Mm-hmm. And they jumped and they're like, oh, my God. So then they got on the walkie and they tried to beep the other pair. And they're like, were you guys trying to say something to us? And they never answered. So it was like out of range. So they didn't understand why the walkie was going off. Yeah. Were you going to say something? No. It, I mean, it's obviously giving Ashmore vibes, which is also yeah. in Illinois. Yeah. We personally went to Ashmore Estates and had things happen with the walkie talkie. So they then started uh, with like. I guess an EVP session or whatever. I think they were just wanting to see if they could catch anything on the, the, the uh, video cameras. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And they asked if there was any spirits in the cell block with them. And as soon as they asked that, the walkie triggered again. Okay. And they're like, what the heck? And they asked the other pair, are you guys trying to say something? Nothing came back. And so they're like, well, this is odd. Uh, I mean, does it circle back to that at all? Do they end up like meeting up with them and they're like, hey, by the way? Yeah, they do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any time stamping of like they did try to get them, but 
they were not in range, so it was just static? Not for that moment, but there is something later in the night that it specifically shows everybody's camera, all four of their cameras, to show that nobody was trying to get a hold of them, and it was okay, going off. like in sync mm-hmm. in the same time. Okay, because yeah. that's my thing is, like, what if they responded back to them like hey are you trying to get a hold of us and on their end it's static but i feel like they would have pointed again yeah i feel like they would have pointed this out right because the thing is they didn't need to fluff it up they don't there was enough stuff that happened in this night that i was like because i started off skeptical i was like i mean are they just out of range and it's kind of coming through you know right, one of those things. right um they try so after the walkie went off again they tried to they started to walk down the hallway of the cells and something fell off the ceiling. It's definitely giving Ashmore because it fell off the ceiling and hit the ground, but they didn't see it. And there was no way for them to tell what actually fell because it's so falling apart. Like the paint oh, is yeah, just yeah. raining from the ceiling. So this is kind of, it's, I'm going to give this to you the best I can. I took notes in time with the video and the video what was that? She probably just dropped her oh, phone. Oh, God. Okay, that scared <laughs> me. Um, the video bounces back and forth between the pair, so I'm going to bounce back and forth my notes. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. That's fine. All right, so the other pair, Dakota and Tanner, they're in the hospital, and they start off by asking general questions. Is there anybody here with us? You know, can you make yourself known if you are? Things like that. And when they said, is anyone here with us? a really loud bang came from the floor above them. Like, these are my words. I said it almost sounded like a metal bed frame was being thrown. It was that loud. Yikes. It's just everything feels like Ashmore. Yeah, and I know, and I didn't even mean it. When I wrote it, I was like, oh, God, that is what happened to Ashmore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it it wasn't just like a oh something might have fallen off the ceilings. It something was thrown on the floor above them. Okay, creepy. Hate that. Yeah, and they. Where's my next note? Then it goes back to the west cell or the west cell block, and Allison Chelsea asked if there was a spirit there that was sentenced to life. The walkie fuzzed out again for like a solid ten to fifteen seconds. Okay. Before blipping out, they asked for confirmation and they said if that was, um, if it was a spirit, you know, speaking, trying to speak to us, use this voice recorder. And, um, they, the voice recorder, they went and played it back, right? They're asking all these questions and they have to stop it, rewind, play it. And mm-hmm. when it got to the point and they asked for confirmation if it was a spirit that was trying to get a hold of them, a walkie, it was like this really deep growl that came from the walkie-talkie. Mm. And they said, no. Yikes. Um, I don't... Like, so they were doing an EVP, EVP session this whole time while mm-hmm. this was happening. So it was staticing, but they weren't picking up anything in the static through the voice recorder. Well, here, okay, I just read the rest. I should have read the rest of my note. Okay. They're doing the EVP, they're recording, they're asking questions, and they're saying, and then they're stopping it, playing it back, rewinding it. Yeah. And you hear them asking the questions, you hear static, nothing's really happening. And then when they ask, is this a spirit speaking to us? You heard a deep growl come from down the hall, not from the voice recorder. 
But when the voice recorder was playing back and said, are you a spirit with us? Okay. My understanding was that uh, the growl came out of the walkie-talkie in their hand. No, came from down the hall when they were playing back. Uh, This is... Okay. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Hello? And then it happened again. A second, like, deep voice came from down the hall. And, like, this isn't... uh, I'm asking... I... I feel like me and Megan are always on the same page about these things, but I'm asking for clarification for the listeners at home that like, it wasn't just a a rumbling of the building, like a shifting and whatever. Like it was very, it was clearly. It sounded like either growling or groaning. Okay. Either way it was low and rumbly. Yes. Okay. So they went to investigate where it came from and then they checked the voice recorder again. They walked down where the noise came from, asked some more questions played the voice recorder back, but they didn't get anything. So then Probably, they tried... honestly, I wouldn't be mad about that. I'm <laughs> yeah. not going to lie. Then they tried an EVP session one more time where because there was so much happening in that moment, and that's why my notes are all jumbled. I remember this now. Um, they even said they're like, a lot just happened. We need to, like, start over. So they did the EVP session again, and this time they tried not to talk or scream or yell because they were doing that a lot. I mean, yeah. And they said, we're just going to ask the questions and we're going to be silent no matter what. And so they asked, is there somewhere that someone here with us? And a bang comes from down the hall and they're like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) they're trying not to freak out. I mean, it's just very instant responses. Mm -hmm. And... Then when Chelsea turned and took her flashlight to look down the hallway to see what was, it started flickering out. And they're like, no, no, no. Good. (laughs) Um, They played the voice recorder back, though, and still didn't get anything. Just the loud bang. Yeah. All right. Back to the hospital. Now we're going to give Chelsea and Alex a break. We're going to check on (laughs) Dakota and Tanner. Okay. So they thought that they heard footsteps coming from the second floor. It said it sounded because there's so much dried paint on the floor. It almost sounded like the crunching of the paint. Like, yeah, like crunching leaves. Yeah. Yeah. So they went to go and try investigate it, but they didn't find anything, you know, anything moving around up there. Then they decided to go up to the third floor of the hospital, which they did not get to go to last time. And while they were looking into one of the rooms, there was a rock or something that was thrown at them from down the hall. Why does that happen so much? I don't know. It happened to our group at Uh Ashmore. It happened last week in the middle of the desert in Utah. Yeah. That multiple rocks were thrown. I have Just seemingly out of nowhere. I don't know. Why is that a thing? But, um... They were going to investigate the third floor a little bit more. Chose not to because it was so... Um, dilapidated. Right. I mean, there For was one reasons. room where the entire ceiling was like falling down and touching the floor. And they're like, we're going to go back down. To the right. Floor. Right. Um, so they broke out what's called a Mel meter. I don't know uh, if we've, I've heard of that. Is it like a, it's a like a ticking... REM pod. Oh, it's like a handheld REM pod. It's got the antenna on it, but you can also sit it up kind of like on a, um, an easel style, so it's okay. Up. It doesn't it have almost like a theremin kind of sound to it. I mean, it's almost like a REM pod, the same sound. So if you put your hand close to it, it starts to go off. Feels like, like the a antenna. theremin, kinda, yeah. 
So you have to get really close to it. Even if you're holding it at the base, as long as you don't go near the antenna, you're fine. Yeah. Because with a REM pod, it's like if you get near it at all, it starts to go off. Right. So he sets it on the ground and he starts asking spirits if they could interact with it. And they were staying several feet away, like yards at this point. Enough that they could see it, but not close enough to set it off themselves. Mm -hmm. And they asked if someone could stand close to it and it started beeping. All right. Thank you. And so they asked if you were... uh, they said, are you upset by the photo that we took of you the last time we were here? Because they got the haunter picture, right? Oh, yeah. This is in that same hallway. And they said, are you upset that we got a picture of you the last time we were here? And it held a beep for like three to five seconds solid. Mm-hmm. They're like, it was a terrible picture of me, actually. <laughs> so they refer to that shadow. They called it the tall man. Which- I hate that just hmm. it really didn't have a human like shape so i don't know where the tall man thing comes from but that's what they were calling it i don't know you said it was up to the ceiling right yeah it was coming out of the ceiling so maybe they saw us i don't know who knows maybe they thought it was his head like all the way up to the ceiling yeah i don't know and they asked again for a second just for clarification they asked again if it was mad that they took his picture it beeped again and they started to ask he got to the middle of his question. Like, they really just wanted to make sure. Like, we're are doing you this. sure? He said, are you mad about beef? And it, like, <laughs> held it. And they're like, okay, he's mad. Okay, he's mad. my goodness gracious. And then they asked, is this not the tall man? And they were waiting for the REM pod to go off because it had been communicating this whole time. Instead, there's banging down the hallway. Okay. And they're just like, we hate that. Right. And then it also if I was going to say if there was oh sorry all if there was silence I as a spirit would be like is this not I the did ta- the same thing so am I or am I not the tall <laughs> ma- rephrase the question like how do you get the- maybe the knocking was then morse code they're like rephrase <laughs> please <laughs> yeah that was really stupid is you is you <laughs> are you or are you not the tall man yes or no uh <laughs> yes no <laughs> what was the question yeah what was the question <laughs> tim curry clue is yes! clue <laughs> okay so then they turn to go look at the banging down the hall there's a second bang and tanner's flashlight went out at the exact same time the bang happened yay so now it's happening in both locations where the flashlights are malfunctioning see and that's a thing where even if for skeptics if you wanted to say people are around the building making these sounds doing these things i there are not theater groups that i know that could time lighting and sound that well (laughs) you know what i mean right like it's just not a thing yeah okay so a little more investigation and the pairs decide to meet up again and fill each other in. And that's when they found out that both of them experienced the flashlight issue and they're like, oh my God. <laughs> so then Chelsea and Alex and Dakota and Tanner kind of, they change location. Dakota and Tanner now go to the North block or what was considered death row. And Chelsea and Alex take on the hospital, mm-hmm. which is where T- Tanner and Dakota just were. I don't know why they didn't just cho- choose to go to a different place, but right. they're like, we want to yeah. yeah, they're like, well, there's a lot happening in the hospital, so let's stay in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, both locations at the start were like 
almost silent. There was no interaction, no response. Neither of them were getting anything. And it's weird because the hospital was so active. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, though, in the North Block with Tanner and Dakota, they asked, why does it uh, why doesn't it like trespassers? So they're told that the spirits get upset when people trespass on the property. Mm-hmm. And they're running a spirit box session at this point. And they said, why don't you like trespassers? And the spirit box said, angry. And I was yes. like, yeah, that makes you angry. Mm-hmm. So they said the first time they were there, Tanner had a really bad panic attack in the North Block, which is where they are currently at death row. Mm-hmm. Um, he said it almost felt like he was having a heart attack. Like it was a really bad pa- panic attack. Mm-hmm. I had and one of them. They suck. <laughs> Dakota asked if they remember, and Tanner and Dakota are sitting kind of far apart from each other. Um, and Dakota asked if they remember Tanner and what they did to him when he was here the last time. And the spirit box said chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Tanner started freaking out and he said, I did. I felt like I was having a heart attack and the spirit box cut him off and said near death. <laughs> and <laughs> spooky. Yeah. So Dakota was like, holy crap. It remember like he... The words out of his mouth were, holy crap, it remembers. The spirit box said, memory. Uh, How on the nose. And these were instant responses. There was no delay in response with the spirit box. Mm -hmm. Yeah, goosebumps? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) me too, my Every time I lift my legs, just know. Do you see him from there? Uh, Yes, I do. Goodness gracious. (laughs) All right, back at the it's hospital. It's my legs are the... I like how people are the like, tail. look at my goosebumps and they hold out their arms. I'm like, let me just roll up my pants real quick. Let <laughs> yeah. me show you my leggies. No, I have it on my arms. Yeah. Like, they're kind of settling down now. But Yeah. All right, well, it gets better. It I gets- say roll up my pants like I ever wear <laughs> pants. I'm right now wearing like booty shorts. Not real- And by booty shorts, I mean slightly above, above the knee. The knee. <laughs> All right, so now we're back in the hospital, but we're with Chelsea and Alex this time. Mm-hmm. And they also tried taking pictures to get the tall man. Because the first time Tanner and Dakota were in there before they swapped, they took some pictures of the hall to see if they could get it again. Nothing showed up. Mm -hmm. So Chelsea tried taking pictures to see if they could get the tall man. And they got one picture that had like a really weird orb in it. Okay. And they're like, well, that's... And the thing is, you could pass it off as dust or whatever. It's a really big orb. Mm-hmm. It's in the doorway. But the problem is the orb is almost coming out from behind the doorway. So it's like for it to be that big. Yeah. And in a doorway that's like down the hall. Yeah. That's yeah. a bit much. Um, so it they ended up like looking into this picture and they said something's off. Like I can feel it. Something doesn't feel right with this picture. And... Um, if you say they zoom in on something... So let me go ahead and show you. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is the doorway, and this is even zoomed in. So the doorway with, like, that brown-looking piece of dust in the top right corner. Do I... Am I mimicking something that I'm seeing right now? Shut up. All right, so <sighs> now Chelsea was like, something's off with so this picture. So is it... Well, like a Sour Patch kid. Chelsea said something's off with this picture. Picture. So she took her phone, flips it upside down, and gets that. What is that? Can you see the nose and the ear and the whole? It's a profile of the person. Like so. Like is the their head is turned to the side. 
like but so we're looking at oh it's profile like a exact pro they're very like um prometheus is that what i'm yes. thinking of like ew, it's like a skull uh-huh it's just like a skull and we're looking at the i guess that would be the right side of their face mm-hmm. and it's got shadowing it's got shading you can see the dip where the ear is and the eyes and the nose and yeah she flipped all, it upside down yeah she kept saying something's off with this picture so she flipped it and was like shut the front door okay yeah <laughs> well anyway and i did take screenshots that's why i just showed kelsey so i will also be sharing them <laughs> yeah yuck yeah it was not uh not fun meanwhile i thought now go back to the picture because that's not what i saw um okay so zoom on and Okay, maybe, so what I'm seeing, and maybe it's just because I'm over here. Like someone looking, leaning out of the doorway? Yeah, so the doorway is centered on the picture, right? Yes. There's like a black mass in the doorway, and it looks like somebody just going, like, outside of the doorway. Potentially. Are you picking I up what I'm throwing down? Yeah, Okay, I, I thought you were seeing, too. like, the Sour Patch Kid going, hmm? Like, <laughs> kinda, out the doorway. Kind of, yeah. Okay, I see lots of things wrong with that photo, is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a uh, a little spooky. <laughs> yes. It was okay. uh, very scary. So then, um, while they're looking at this picture, freaking out, and they're like, oh my god, it's a face, their walkie-talkie started going off again. Well, of course. And so they called the other pair on the phone, and because, well, they, they actually called them on their cell phone. Got them on the horn. And said, you need to come to the hospital and check out what we just found. And Tanner was like, well, this makes the rest of the night super awkward after he saw the picture, right? And it's uh-huh. like, but I saw there was only like two minutes left of the video. I said, what's going to make the night super awkward? Yeah. Um. So this was Tanner's location to pick. And he specifically wanted to come back because of the reaction he had in Before. the North Block. And he said, well, this makes everything kind of weird. And they're like, what, why? And he's like, and I can't, I'm not making this up, guys. A month ago, before we even went out on this little adventure, I set up a poll on X, Twitter. Yeah. And I asked our my followers, if I were to do a challenge at a location, who would you like to see do the challenge? Mm-hmm. And so it was up to a vote. And he said that um, the challenge is that one of you is going to be, we're going to split up. Everyone's going to go to their own part of the prison by themselves and stay the last half of the night by themselves in that location. I could never. But one of you is going to be handcuffed in the hospital. Oh, uh, okay. It was Chelsea. Who took the photo? Mm-hmm. She was the one that the polls, they picked her overwhelmingly. Oh, well. I mean, it may have something to do with her being the only girl, but... I'm just like, whatever. Who are all of them? Chelsea, Tanner, Dakota, and Alex. Alex is a guy. See, now Dakota and Alex are ambiguous. We're going to keep saying ambiguous. Um, So I wasn't sure. So yeah, Chelsea got most of the votes. And this was before he's like, I couldn't have planned this. You know, I didn't know any of this was going to happen tonight, but this is the challenge. And so she said she'd do it. No, (laughs) she was not happy about it. (laughs) Does she get the key at least? Um, For safety reasons, give me the key. 
no. Okay. No. And it's, listen. We'll get to why this was a really stupid idea. It sounds like a stupid idea. I'm sorry. I think of literally any location we've been mm-hmm. and the thought, gosh, just even where did we just recently go uh, uh, that was next to the story. Oh, the Asher Walton. The Asher Walton. Imagine we all stayed in separate <laughs> bedrooms. Exactly. Like, not, not that nothing stayed happened there. down the hall in the bathroom by yourself. Shut <laughs> up. Ugh. 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 I'm cold. No, I know. Sure. Oh, my God. No, one person in the bathroom, one person in... Oh, Asher Walton's bedroom. One person in the basement. No. Exactly. The basement didn't have much. But it would you be in there alone? No. Exactly. Someone but, in the Oculus room. Oh, <laughs> oh I'd rather die. You made my stomach hurt, bro. <laughs> like that house, I felt fairly safe and things did happen. Oh, yeah. Um, and like when even trying to sleep in that room with all four of us in the room was a struggle it was also really cold it was also really cold (laughs) we need to start bringing blankets on every trip just in case and pillows so we don't sleep with barbie doll pillows oh my gosh Uh, that was just me i took one for the team uh anyway no i would uh if you told us to separate in waverly absolutely not no. I thought about Waverly. I'm like, if I were in the outside, yeah, I think I could do it. But if you put me down in the morgue, no. Down, Yeah, down in the morgue or even there were some... The casket room? Just none. No. <laughs> none of it. No to all of it. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Didn't that also have the slide down to the... The body chute? The body chute, yeah. Was yep. down there, yeah. If you went down the body chute and hung out down there no no I, yo, my my butt full pucker <laughs> i just lifted up like an inch out of my seat oh my gosh okay oh my anyway, gosh anyway my goodness i've got to get through these notes there's still a lot i'm about two-thirds of the way through no oh, okay we're doing good we're doing good on time a little more than half we're fine <laughs> okay all right, so Chelsea was the one chosen for this, and he proved that this was not set up because he showed the poll, and they're like, why didn't we even see you posted that poll? And he's right. Because like, you guys don't read my Twitter. Right. <laughs> yeah, because it's Twitter, you dum-dum. Yeah, so X. now it's about 2.30 in the morning, and they're splitting up. Each one of them is in their own location. I also am just ancient, and the thought of like, now let's do a new thing at 2.30, <laughs> I just my body would fall apart. Now let's do a silly one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! And if the silly thing is, I'm asleep taken. in the hospital. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I burped. It was my turn. Something about pic- taking pictures. Take a silly one. Yeah, I'm like, if you've ever had family pictures taken, you know it's the serious one. Now take a silly one. That's just really. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to racially profile it, but that's just a white people thing. <laughs> I don't silly ones. Come on. I, I feel awkward. What do you ever do during a silly one? I personally... Oh, what? what? do you do during the silly photo? I just turn around. I put my back to the camera. <laughs> I mean, there just, you go. Oh, oh, you're over there? Oh. And anyway. then it's one of those, the back of your head looks ridiculous. Shut <laughs> up. I do have a cow look right now. But anyway. Okay. Alex went to the west cell block. Dakota went to east cell block. Tanner... Chose to take on North Cell Block segregation. Where he had the panic attack. He's got to fight his fears. And Chelsea is handcuffed to a door in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. 
All right, so let's, this I did break up because it kept like bouncing from person, person, person. I just kept everyone's rooms together. Centralized, yes. So let me go ahead and cover Dakota's first because his was the most disappointing. Oh, good. He, one of the things they said after they handcuffed Chelsea without a key, without her phone, and just a static cam set up where she might be able to reach it if she stood up and like, <sighs> mm-hmm. She's just sitting in a chair in a corner. Like if she were handcuffed to this door, she'd be sitting in the corner. So she had something on either side of her to like. That would be the only thing that would make me feel better. But it was a double door. So it's like this door was closed and her back was to it. But this door was open. So she could like lean over and look down the hall around the door. God, (laughs) I just cannot. Yeah. Can't. So Dakota said, you know, I when I get to my spot. When I get to the east block, I will walk you and make sure you're okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, how thoughtful. So he tried to walk Chelsea and she wouldn't answer. And then like it flips to Chelsea and she's like, well, he either forgot or our walkies are out of range. And yeah, no one could walkie her. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just um, what a dumb thing to do. They admit it later. Like, that was really stupid. Yeah, like, I I literally, my mind at this point goes beyond paranormal. And I'm like, what if some hooligans got in? And I don't, I think, like, really crazy worst case scenario things. I'm like, what if people, like, broke in and got me? Yeah. You never know. Well, people vandalize and trespass Exactly. So he was sitting in the hallway with the cells and had a laser grid set up. I'll be honest, I don't think we've ever really had our laser grid yield any results. There was one time, and it ended up being bats. Yeah. So they were really quiet. In this instance, again, the laser grid never triggered. You never saw anything walk in front of it. He asked, though. He said people have seen spirits walking through that cell block. So he asked them, you know, walk through these lights, walk toward me, and nothing happened. Um he wasn't getting anything at this point. I don't know how long he sat there. A couple hours. And then he's like, I'm going to go check on Chelsea. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 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 So I'll stop there and okay. I'll go to Chelsea. These two are kind of intertwined. So I have to. Okay. So Chelsea is sitting handcuffed to the door. And on her static cam, it caught a loud sigh. Loud enough that she even heard it. Like with her own ears. It was just this very. <sighs> Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and then she heard clicking coming from down the hall. Now it's The Last of Us. <laughs> I've not seen The Last of Us. <laughs> I think that's I think that's that one where they use like clicking noises to get around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, with this, her thing is she's like looking around the door to see what's down the hall with her flashlight. And she's like, I can't even go investigate. I don't know what's down there. <laughs> and I- God. So she pulls out the ovulus. That's the worst. <laughs> Let's just make it worse. Yeah. So she asked, uh, why Why are you still here? Why are the spirits still hanging out here? And it said, talking. And she was kind of confused. And she's like, do you hear me talking? Mm-hmm. And it said, zero. At, at this point, it seems like nothing. Like random. So she's like, am I are you saying I'm not allowed to talk like zero talking mm-hmm. and it didn't answer. So she's like, can you see me? Can you describe what I look like? And it said, girl, 
Yes. She said, that's presumptuous, but yes. And she said, who are you? Sin. Oh, this is creepy. Okay, right. And she can't leave. So she's like, oh. Then she heard scratching coming from the hallway, the same location, or it sounded like maybe something rolling across the floor. Mm -hmm. So she said, if someone is in here with me, knock twice. And then she heard one very loud bang and she screamed. So if there was a second bang, we didn't hear it. Oh, God. Um, she asked if they were draining the batteries because her flashlight, remember, is yeah. starting to go out. So now she's going to be handcuffed in the dark. <laughs> and it didn't say anything. So later she heard what sounded like a slamming or a crashing noise. It's very loud noises in this place. Right. And it happened a few times in a row. Like someone was banging on something and she was like, um. (laughs) I just would not be able to keep my cool. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So now. I'd be a party pooper. So now get this. She says she felt something. She was sitting there and then you kind of saw her like do this thing and she's like i feel like something's touching my back or something's on my back which her back is to a wall and a door if it was like a spider or something just real world scary stuff (laughs) well i don't know what's worse the spider or what the ovilus says because the ovilus has been quiet right yes so she's like i feel something touching me and then it's quiet for a minute and the ovilus pipes up for no reason and it says lick and she's like lick and seems confused and then it said kiss and she's like oh my god is someone on my like on her neck and yeah there's the goosebumps again god it it said lick and kiss back to back and she said who are you what are you demon oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and then it said disaster and it when right when she's like She's looking at it and said, disaster, a loud bang around the corner. Of and course. she's like, oh, I just want to die. I just oh, tell you, I know. I'm picturing, um, is it in The Conjuring where the red-faced demon-y thing just kind of like... Insidious. Behind, is that Insidious? I think so. I guess so. it is Insidious. I'm picturing that thing. Mm-hmm. So here she is freaking out. And then all of a sudden she hears Chelsea. And she's like... I, oh. My soul would leave my body. I would have tinkled. Dakota <laughs> coming to check on her. Dakota was running through the hospital and he was saying her name to figure out. Well, so did he cause a lot of those noises? No. Okay. No, this was after the fact. And she's like, oh my God. And she told him about it. Um, I would have sh- just been sitting in a puddle of my own urine. <laughs> honestly. He showed up before the ovulus. Um, I should have inserted that, but he did show up before the ovulus left. And that's when she's like, Ooh, I just got this weird feeling on my back. And then the ovulus was like, lick kiss. So, so he showed up and went, you're fine. And no, then left. No, he showed up and he was like, um, I wanted to check on you. I tried to walk you. And she goes, yeah, nothing came through. I tried to walk you. And he's like, cool. So we're out of range. And then he started like make sure she was okay and leave. And he looks at her camera and he's like, you know, your camera's like about to die. It was flashing with the slash on the battery. Yeah. So she was going to be in total darkness anyway, because her camera was going to die. Oh my God. And he's like, let me leave my camera here and run and go get a battery for you. And so he leaves. And that's why she was asking 
are you the one draining the batteries? That's okay. where that came into place. Okay. So um, he comes back, replaces her battery, and he's like, thank goodness I came when I did. Ho, ho, ho. And uh-huh. then leaves again. God, I just can't. And leaves her handcuffed. <laughs> I, that sounds terrible. I cannot... I cannot stress enough how awful that sounds and how I we simply would never in the separate rooms maybe leaving one of us vulnerable like that no they were separated for over four hours all four of them (laughs) no (laughs) except for that interaction between Dakota and uh Chelsea I just could not So now let's go to Alex Alex is in the west wing or in the west block Alex is using a spirit box And he said, who am I talking to? And it said, in the cell. Yes. He's like, who was messing with our equipment earlier? And it said, punk. (laughs) And he's like, are you calling me a punk? (laughs) And it said, do you see me? And then the walkie started going off. Okay. And he was like, um. (laughs) So he... When this ha- this is where they showed everyone at the same time. When his walkie started going off, it showed everyone's c- cameras on themselves. This is where they're split up, that no one was trying to walkie him. It okay. It started going off. Okay. Um, it went. He went back to the spirit box after a minute, and he asked if they wanted him to leave, and it said, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. And he said, why should I leave? Why were you put here? And... When you do that, (laughs) when you gear up like that. I know. I'm sorry. So he said, why were you put here? You know, why should I leave? It said, help me die. And it yelled die. Oh, what did he use? (laughs) The spirit box. Oh, it just like it was this almost really weak. Help me. And then yelled die. (sighs) And he was like, oh, my God. And he said, do you want to hurt me? And it said, yes. (laughs) He said, where are you? And something muffled came through. He couldn't understand it. And then he said, do you want to have a conversation? Do you want to tell me your name? Which I thought was a weirdly phrased question. Mm -hmm. It said, that's a funny question. (laughs) The spirit box is the where it's rifling through radio radio frequencies. Yes. And it said, that's a... It said, that's a, pause, funny question. And so he said, okay, where are you right now? That's ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> he then, and then he started to ask a question and he like grabbed his side and he's like, I just feel like I got this really sharp pain in my side. And then he's like visibly writhing in pain and like groaning and leaning over. The spirit box starts going off and he's not even reacting because he's in so much pain. While he's writhing in pain, mm-hmm. the spirit box says, check the guards. Ha, got him. Oh. While he's in pain. And so and he doesn't react to that at all. No. Because he's like doubled over and then while he's still groaning, it said very like sharp uh, periods at the end of every word. Guards did not do anything. It's like so the guards didn't stop them from hurting him. Yeah. So Alex couldn't even react at this point. He He's not even reacting to the spirit box. He's not freaked out. He's just in so much pain. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it like 
goes away and he's like, man, I don't know if that was a cramp or what. It's like he didn't even realize what the spirit box has said because he was groaning. Yuck. So then he turns the spirit box off thinking like, okay, this session's done. Okay. So now the last person is Tanner, the one who had a beef with somebody in death row. Yeah. I, if this was a visual thing, guys, I just, because I feel like Megan says things, I go, Mm. <laughs> but like you don't see what's happening behind the microphone i got my hands tucked away i got my leggies up on the chair it's uncomfortable yeah i don't like it all right so the last person is tanner tanner sitting in death row north block he hears one of the cell doors slam of course of course so he goes to investigate these are brave people this is <laughs> brave or stupid So he went to investigate, but he thinks that the sound actually came from the first floor. He's hanging out on the second floor of this block. Okay. So he ends up doing the maglite experiment where he sets it out in the middle of the area Mm -hmm. and starts asking questions. Yeah. And he asked, if you can remember me, can you turn on this flashlight? And he had two maglites set up. And when he pointed his camera at one of them, it lit up. Okay convenient and it held for a few seconds and then it went out so then he asked if it was the person who attacked him the first time it lit up again Mm -hmm. and then it flashed it went off and then flashed twice i don't know why okay um oh i lost my spot okay so he asked if it was trying to hurt him but it didn't come back on okay so it's like did you hurt me last time are you trying to hurt me this time Nothing happened. Well, that's nice. But then he asked if they're trying to intimidate him, and it lit up. So he's like, okay. Okay, well, it's working. Yes. He asked if it was trying to get closer, and one of the cells banged twice down the hall. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, I'm right here. Boom, boom. Right. (laughs) And then he ends up pulling out a voice recorder and doing a voice recorder session, which is totally giving me grave encounters where Sasha's like asking her questions and then oh, plays it yeah, back. yeah. So that's what he's doing. He's recording it, being silent, and then hitting stop, rewind, play to hear if he got anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I know, you know, I'm getting yeah, up or something. Yeah. <laughs> so he did a voice recorder session. Here are the questions he asked with long pauses in between. Why did you hurt me? Why did you attack me? Did I remind you of someone in the prison? Someone who ticked you off. Mm-hmm. And then he stops it. Rewinds it. Just a couple of questions at a time. You don't want to get too crazy. Yeah. So then he stops it and plays it back. And every question is silence. There's nothing. And he's like, okay, okay. Except the last question. Did I tick you off? Yeah. He said, do I remind you of someone in the prison? Someone who ticked you off. It yelled F you. It wasn't even a whisper into it. And it was clear. And it was right by the speaker. And I can play it for you if you'd like. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I I feel like you want to, and I just need to know. I'll be honest. I should have had it geared up. But um, let let me make sure I've got... Yeah, this is the second one. I did the timestamp. I have to skip the ad. Mm, Of course. (laughs) I know I should have this... Well, um, you know what? We don't pay for premium in this house. Not in this Christian home. No, we don't. No, no. Okay, so it was right about we're at. Is this where I'm at? I did put the time stoop. 
It's going to play another ad, I guarantee. Okay. All right. Let's, let's turn it up. Let me rewind it just to 10 seconds. Let me tell you, he's doing the playback right now. So this is his recording playing back. Okay. Why? Okay. And play it. So play it back. So he obviously said nothing in that moment. Yeah. If you want me to do the real time uh, where he's asking the questions so you can hear it. Yeah. Did I remind you of someone back in prison? Someone who pisses you off? Okay, God. Oh, that was the cat uh, opening the door. Yeah. Okay, so you heard it. So it was pretty good silence. Uh, yes. Yeah, see what you did? It was pretty good silence. Now here's the playback. He said, okay, let's stop and see if we got anything. Yeah. Every question. Silence, 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 and then this. That's so clear. Mm-hmm. Like, like... I mean, it's a little garbled through the headphones and through the speaker or whatever, but like there is a drastic difference Mm -hmm. in sound real time and recording. That wasn't a whisper. That wasn't a like up in the, that was a, they yelled. It It was, I don't know. I would have to hear it in real time, but to me, it sounds like a very stern, like. F you. Yeah. Like, it didn't sound like a yell. It sounded like well, a... Well, that's what I mean. Like, like it let was, me grab the mic real quick. Yeah. I gotta say something real quick. Yeah. yeah. So that's... Um, that was Tanner's, and he immediately calls Dakota. Dakota's the guy, apparently, and they're like, yeah. Dakota, get over here. You have to hear this. Right. And then they all reconvene, and they talk about their night, and they pat Chelsea on the back, and they're like, good, good for job. you for yeah. sticking that out, and... They head out of Joliet prison for the second time. That is so much. And I'm (laughs) sure it's really expensive, but like, of course, it would be cool if it still exists to do um, investigations there. To go. That was in one night. Like, I like how I'm over here curled up, like, as much as a big kid can. And (laughs) and I'm like, you finish it. And I'm like, I want to go. I know. Dude, it freaked me out too, but yeah, that I had a lot, I know, and that's why I didn't even bother going back to the first video, because that was enough. <laughs> right, right. But I mean, I can go watch it in my own time now, for sure. Thank you for dealing with my child. She I really, am. she said, this has been long enough, and like, kicked down the door. <laughs> this is even a lady, this is me, so she oh, is needy. Oh, ooh, ooh goodness gracious, I know. <laughs> blissed out anyway okay so that wraps up joliet prison nice wow. you know what it's not even that far away i'm it's excited tangible. we've had two really good ones mm-hmm. who Ooh. knows what the next adventure will bring well the next episode comes out on thanksgiving oh happy thanksgiving Ooh. oh yeah or how we're always like use this Try as an excuse get away from your family go <laughs> listen yeah go listen on your away. trip yeah listen on your trip over to your parents or whatever yeah <laughs> um so yeah i don't know i guess we'll see what state we get thrown and maybe try to spin it in a thanksgiving way <laughs> we'll see who knows that's gonna be hard <laughs> <coughs> and now i'm choking all oh, right lord all right what? say bye me so 
by, ooh, I guess I did have one more thing to throw out. I don't know if this was an, uh, they upped their donation on Patreon. We do have one patron to throw out. I meant to look this up, but Tony, you showed up again as a Patreon donor. I don't know if you're donating twice or if you upped your donation. But Either way, thank thanks a heap. I should have looked into that before. Which, speaking of Patreon donations, when you're hearing this, um, a, a Patreon episode should be posting one of mine, mm-hmm. uh, which if if time will allow, we're about to record. Uh, and I'm telling you now, those of you that are listening to this regular episode, uh, this next episode that I'm going to do, this Patreon episode, I think is pretty good. It got me all like frustrated, frustrated in multiple ways. So mm-hmm. if you want to be a Patreon donor, dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever the spirit moves you to do, one or five dollars. I think that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if you donate, you can listen to the extra episodes that we're about to record after we hit stop here. Yeah, if you didn't, like if you canceled and read, I don't know what you did because it looks like it's the same. We were, you joined back in September and here we are again, but thanks for joining again. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome back if you left for a moment. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. Uh, donate, listen, see you next week. See you then. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. Mixing, editing, and music is by Kelsey Ingram. Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsotheysaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok all at orsotheysaypod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash orsotheysaypod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find or so they say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See See you next week. week.